Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's go ahead and go over to the video for Nitro. Let's get it uh, loaded up here. It's post arc post arcade week one. Correct. Cool. There it is. Okay. Alrighty. <clears throat> JJ, what? I apologize. Oh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Ah. <sighs> All right, then. So uh, we're going to press play on the video in three, two, one, go. the new era Woo. yes it is punk era is over and that's not what I'm sorry about though <laughs> you're sorry because you're fucking somebody over but I don't know who That's not how I feel. Oh, God. Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is going to go for one fall. The FIB World Championship. Hey, Tennessee, first. Of Cameron, North Carolina, he is Matt Hardy. Yeah, get used to this. And his opponent, 
This was your opening contest of Monday Nitro. Jericho defending the FIP Championship just 24 hours after winning it at Starcade. And Matt was one hell of a competitor here. He wanted that title. He wanted a shot at gold himself as he took it right to Jericho. He had that power game and he had that high-flying skill, but Jericho had that high-flying skill as well and a mix of submission and general wherewithal. Matt Hardy gave him his best for 10 straight minutes, but got dropped with the code breaker as Jericho scored the win. Uh, that's not why I'm he sorry. This <laughs> proclaiming that he was the best in the world at what he did. Rubbing his jaw slightly and didn't even look at the fans. Slowly making his way up the ramp. Now I have an opening match, but fucking hell, it's like 2005. That was your opening <laughs> contest there, folks. Welcome to Monday Nitro. Starcade was a happening indeed, folks. A lot of things had happened. A lot of things had occurred. And tonight, we're going to try to break it down the best we can in case you miss it. Jericho defending his FIP championship that he won from Sami Zayn, who we will see in action this Saturday at war. He has been medically cleared to wrestle, and he will be okay heading into his big match on Saturday night. So many things again, as we said, happened. Bray Wyatt won the IWGP Championship from Kane. Yeah, he did. We haven't yeah, seen did. him since last night. New Women's Champion Charlotte Flair will be in action also later tonight as she defeated Sarah Del Rey. And we have a new world champion tonight, folks. And his name is Finn Bauer, and he will be defending his world heavyweight championship just 24 hours removed. But he will be facing John Morrison tonight right here in the main event. <laughs> folks, <laughs> we have a lot now to I'm sorry. It's going to be one hell of a nature. <laughs> <laughs> to the back with Kevin Kelly. Now I am sorry, JJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. Hello, folks, yes, and thank you. I am Kevin Kelly, and I am standing here with Kevin Owens, who will be in action later this evening against Arn, the Enforcer Anderson. A tough loss at Starcade last night. Kevin, your thoughts going forward? My thoughts going forward, that's, that's what you want. Um, well, okay, uh, here's, here's what I'm going to tell you. Um, I'm going to forget that Starcade ever happened, and I'm going to press forward and continue to kill the legends, because last night, despite my best efforts, I tapped out. I tapped out to the Scorpion Deathlock and was unable to accomplish my mission. So therefore, we're going to pretend that Starcade never happened, and I'm going to continue to kill the legends <laughs> until the day I die. Um, uh, no, we can't pretend for interrupting, but you're not the one that tapped out last night. It was your tag partner, Bobby Roode, who tapped... Oh, hold on, let me, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I, I, do you, have you ever wrestled a match in your life? Have you ever wrestled a match in your life? You ever stepped inside of a ring? Have you ever been in a fight in your real life? No, you haven't. You know why you haven't? Because you're an announcer. You're not a wrestler. You're an announcer. And that's all you're going to be for the rest of your life. So shut up. 
Don't tell me what happened because I was there. Were you at Starcade? No, you weren't. You were in the back, probably jacking off to kid porn or something. Look, I was in the match. I was hit. Scorpion Death Drop and locked within the Scorpion Death Lock, and I. Wow! And I thought my pussy line was back. I tapped out. And I'm never gonna forgive myself for that because I had the entire match under control. I had the entire match under control, and I blew it. I blew it for my team. But that's okay because you know what? The good guys win, and the good guys at Starcade they have to win. So starting tonight, the good guys are gonna start losing. They're going to start losing. They will continue to lose. And the legends, starting tonight, will continue Ooh. to drop like flies. Hashtag kid porn? There's a hurricane coming uh. up. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this contest is going to throw one fall. We'll be formed in the Tag Team Championships. Introducing first, from Superhero City, USA, they are the Hurricane and Suicide, the Robin. You know what this group is using? David Wood. Yeah. I'm not going to feel a spill of them. Ever again? It's David Wood. <laughs> You'll be sorry later, JJ. All I'm saying. <laughs> Have fun with that, guys. God I hear my popcorn popping, so... Uh... <laughs> well... AJ said they'll be dominating. Yeah. <laughs> and their opponents, representing the Bullet Club, they are Carl Anderson and John Bernard, the Bullet Club. Actually, ladies and gentlemen, this jackass uh -oh. here, who's a piss-poor announcer, called us out as the Bullet Club. Yes, we represent the Bullet Club, but we are, bad intentions, the Tag Team Champions. Now, say it right next time, or you'll be shot down in front of your mother. Oh yeah, those, those guys retained. Yay! That's slight correction, the bell <laughs> sounded, and away we went, and the Revengers... Well, they did the very best they could. I mean, this was the tag team champions after all of Bernard and Anderson. And despite their best efforts, and they tried, they damn well tried. Bad intentions were just too big, too strong, and too dominant. Able to take them down with the KA-47. They made it almost a couple-minute bout, raising their tag titles up and screaming uh. 
but just to get the name right next time. Making that way yeah, to the back. Well. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Kevin Kelly, and I'm just waiting here. Yes, here they are, the current tag team champions, Carl Anderson and Jack Bernard. They are bad intentions. They represent the Bullet Club. And boys, last night you fought four Japanese legends and were able to walk away with the prize. Shenanigans aside, still, it is quite an accomplishment. Shenanigans aside, what do you mean shenanigans aside? You see, this company tried to screw us and have a mystery opponent for us to face at Starcades. You know what we did? We just stacked the deck because you can't outgun the Bullet Club. We supply the uh. ammo, we supply the artillery, you can't outgun the supplier. That is exactly what this company, what this organization tried to do, and obviously it didn't work. Now we had an ace in the hole, an ace in the hole by the name of Bad Luck Fale, and you'll be seeing him a lot more. We actually had a question about that. This guy came from literally out of nowhere, completely sabotaging the entire match, taking out all four men pretty much on his own. That has that had to be one hell of an advantage going for you guys. You guys had this all set up from day one. What is his whole plan in this entire thing? His whole plan in this entire thing? Hold on, let me explain it to you. There are six bullets to a chamber. A bad luck fallet is the last bullet that goes in the chamber. And when you bump into someone like that, your luck just ran out. And hope that he puts you down fast. Because mm. if he doesn't put you down, the big guy, John Bernardo, puts you down. And if he doesn't put you down, you got Doc Gallows, you got Kenny Omega, and then you got myself. And if we're not able to put you down, believe me, we got one other ace in the hole, and that's Serena, the woman who's got so much, so much, <laughs> so much of a psychological edge over everyone that all she needs to do is slip in, slit you down, and bring you down. We're expanding. Just like I said, we're expanding. We're not going to be tag team champions just of this company. Oh, no. No, see, in Ring of Honor, the Young Bucks, they're going to yeah. bring the tag yeah, team we don't championships talk. home. <laughs> then we have our sights set. Of course. On one Someone's like that's talking. A tag team that claims. That claims yeah. to be what we are. I'm being they ganged up on themselves over here. Machine guns. <laughs> They have tag team titles. I'll tell you what. Oh, oh, fuck off. Wrestle Wait Kingdom. A no, the no. Bulldogs as well. Let's be honest. All of the tag team gold in the world. And mark my words. Yeah, I'll take machine guns over bullets. Professional wrestling. We are tearing it down. Oh, by wait a minute. Stop being. For those of you wondering, <laughs> what our alliances lie. When you're in the club, you're in for life. And Balor, congratulations last night. You pulled a fast one. But you'll be seeing us a lot sooner than you think. Whoa. So, the machine guns are joining the bullet club? No, they'll be getting shot down by the bullet club. Oh. <laughs> Bullets aren't any good without guns, I just like to say Yeah, but guns are no good without bullets either! <laughs> Everyone's favorite! <laughs> yeah, speaking of this gun. <laughs> well, he's gonna earn that tonight. 
Hunt, I mean, I mean. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the event of a lifetime known as Bobby Brew. Now, He's all the event? people that saw the performance last night at Starcade, that was not my best performance, and for that I apologize. But today is definitely <laughs> a new day, and going forward, I have my sights set on championship gold. And believe you me, that is going to happen a lot sooner than you think. As I walk down this aisle, I see nothing, absolutely nothing, but disgust and detest all encompassing this arena. I mean, look at the, look at this, look at these people, look at these people here. Actually, you know what? That's a $10,000 camera. Don't look at these people. You men, you men dressed like slobs, wearing Ballot Club t-shirts, wearing John Morrison t-shirts, wearing t-shirts that don't even fit you properly. They're absolutely disgusting. And the women, the women are no better. These women are no better. You got these fat, disrespectful slobs coming into this arena and grace me with their presence? Oh, no, that's not how this works. No, no, get, get the hell away from me, honey. Look, I am Bobby Roode. I am the gift I am the gift to each and every single one of you. And you men need to shape up or ship out. And you women need to diet and lose about 140 pounds. No, actually, you don't even need to lose 140 pounds. You just need to stay the hell away from me. You people are absolutely disgusting. You people absolutely repulse me. And I find it absolutely disrespectful that you stand there looking like total slobs in front of your soon-to-be champion. I mean, sir, look at this bitch right here. Look at this. Look at this woman right here. Tom, did you I mean to tell me you actually take her home and bend her over and spill your seed inside of her? You actually admit that you're, that's the one that you're choosing to sleep with. Buddy, your standards need to get a lot higher because I'll tell you right now, a dog would be a lot better than her. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, look at this guy right here. Look at this guy right here with this fat, overweight, pimple-infested woman. Mm. I'll bet you $10. I'll bet you $10. He has to help her wipe her own ass. <laughs> what? Oh, buddy, you're going to come <laughs> over the guardrail and fight me? Buddy, don't even try it because I'll tell you right now, I'll beat you faster than you can beat yourself on a lonely night on Valentine's Day. <laughs> You people need to show some respect to your soon-to-be champion. And I don't care. I don't care if you're ugly or if you're drop-dead gorgeous. Every single one of you need to show me the respect that I deserve. All the ugly people need to just shove on out. Because my standards are super high, and your standards obviously are beneath the bottom. Hell, even garden slugs would have better standards than you people. But all is not a total loss. <laughs> As I stand here in this ring, I look down here in the front row and I see this pretty blonde. Well, she's pretty enough. I'll tell you what, honey. At the end of the night, I'm going to send someone down here for you. For $10,000. No, we'll make it five. You're not that pretty. But out of everyone here to the prettiest one so far, for $5,000, I'll tell you what. I'll take you to my hotel room and for an hour's worth of work, you will have the Bobby Roode experience of a lifetime. And maybe, maybe if I still want to keep you around, you can make me a sandwich and finish folding my laundry. With that being said, let's get this match started. Oh, God. Because I obviously have a date to attend to in an hour and a half. Oh, God, it's done.
his opponent. He is Baron Corbin. You don't understand that. It was too many syllables. (laughs) We're not giving him a mic anytime soon. We're paying him to wrestle. against Bobby Roode and this was well it was actually the barn burner of a match despite the technical prowess of Roode Corbin took it right to a brawling game he had no problem mixing strength and size and actually trying to finish him early in the bout Roode took a walk along the outside of the ring sliding back inside and would relock up with him Corbin starting to get the best of him and started to actually beat the hell out of him he made one small mistake missing a clothesline as Roode dropped him with one hell of a neck breaker Followed by a kick right to the jaw that finished him off. Hitting the payoff. Scoring the win. Luke would grin to himself, rolling out to the outside. Whipping his jaws sort of Going to the barricade and would actually open it up for that blonde. Grabbing her and just started to walk with her to the back. Placing the money in her cleavage and said she'd get the rest later. Making his way to the back. Yeah, your face! Woo! The biggest, most faciest face. Ladies and gentlemen, this contest can offer one it's all super of face. Exclusive. Introducing first! She is the challenger, Bailey. Have fun, Bailey. Wow. Have lots of fun, Bailey. And her opponent, she is the reigning women's world champion, Char.
Check Friday exclusive match here as Charlotte went one-on-one -on -one with Bailey. Both of them shaking hands as they went right to it. This was indeed a contender for the match of the night as Bailey and Charlotte tore it down for close to 15 and a half minutes. Bailey definitely had that high-flying game, and she just refused to give up. But it was Charlotte who locked her within the figure eight, forcing her to tap out, scoring the win. Yay! I think. Charlotte would release the hole, getting a hold of her title, and would just smile towards the camera. Rolling out to the outside and made her way to the back, saying it was going to be a long, long time before anyone took this title away from her. Oh my god! <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> wow! Have fun, Owens! Yeah, this is uh. And his opponent! There's gonna be a lot of potatoes in this match. <laughs> the Enforcer! There's more potatoes in this match than a fucking island. <laughs> Semi main event here as Kevin Owens went one on one with Arn Anderson. This was wrestling personified as you had submission. You even had some strong style. You had a little bit of high flying from both ends, but you still also had a stiff game indeed. Arm would take Kevin Owens to school, but Kevin Owens would fight right back indeed, hitting him with headbutts and hard haymakers, but Arm wasn't afraid to mix that up, throwing him from pillar to post, coast to coast, up and down and all over the ring. Owens would get a little bit frustrated as he would re-enter the ring, starting her battle against Arn, who still again was able to put him in his place. Arn would make one tiny mistake as he got kicked right in the jaw, and then Owens began to take control, dropping him down with one hell of a pile driver, but then rolled to the outside. He then got a hold uh. of a steel chair and started to make his way to the ring. 
when he got hit from behind by Ric Flair. From literally out of nowhere, Flair made his return to the NWA. He was beating the shit out of Kevin Owens. Yeah. Nice. Well, obviously tossed the nice, match out nice, as the official nice. came down to break Book this up. Kevin actually having to block himself and hold his head as Flair was starting to hit at him as hard as he could. Officials pulled him back as Kevin was being dragged to the back. Flair screaming that I'm not he gonna was going to kind of of offered yourself up as a And sacrifice. we still have no idea why. <laughs> Nitro cutting to a break. Well, maybe there's a reason. <laughs> so Frank and Dye to Owens, yeah. Nitro. We had to take a commercial break. Before the break, Kevin Owens was facing Arn Anderson in the middle of the ring. They were having a decent match. Kevin Owens went to the floor to grab a hold of a steel chair. Just and decent. Out of nowhere, Rick Flair comes down Great. and begins to, uh, well, he Full gets the stars. ball. He <laughs> came down. They separated both men. They were both taken to the back. We have no idea why. Hey, Ric Flair is back since we haven't seen him since October, since Halloween Havoc, mind you. And we have no idea how this all encapsulates and entails. We do know, however, that Flair was rather upset and rather pissed off. Hopefully, we will get more details as this story develops. Right now, folks, why don't we take you to the ring for our main event of Monday Nitro. It is guaranteed to be a good one. I put this main event against anybody. That's the half an hour left with the main event. What the fuck? Oh, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, speaking of Lucha Underground. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is happening. <laughs> that JJ will never get. Guys, <laughs> that's how to get dropped out here, man. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> if your main event thing is it really considering jobbing? <laughs> <laughs> I hope Raw has a good main event. This is going to be a m more Pele kick mention. <laughs> this is going to be the most Pele's been mentioned since the fucking 60s. <laughs> All we need is AJ Styles and that's it. We have a soccer match. The Pele off. <laughs> Champion 
one guy nobody is getting. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'll fucking know it. I'll have to kill some kids or something. No, I'll still keep them. I don't know. And what a hell of a main event it was. Fowler, the newly crowned world champion, going one-on-one -on -one with John Morrison of New Japan. Both of them shaking hands as the bell would sound, and there was no way in hell that this match could be described in print or even live on audio. Morrison <laughs> and Balor exchanged so many high-flying moves, so many counters, so Breaking many the assaults, Pretty so much. many things that can be done. It was absolutely pure poetry. It was a main event, absolutely worth its grain and salt. Morrison almost scoring the win, not once, not twice, not three times, but almost four times, and he scored the win. The battle was just a little bit too good. Able to catch him off guard with the silver bullet. Scoring the win. On record, that was a 22-minute match, and Bauer had no problem proclaiming that he was the champion of the world. Placing the belt over his shoulder and made sure to give Morrison one hell of a handshake, saying there would be a rematch in the future if he wrestled him more like that. CJJ, there might be a rematch. Raise his title up in the air, placing it upon his shoulder and would point the gun at some maybe, of the fans. Maybe. One's wearing the Bauer Club t-shirts, head facing the ring, making his way to the back. So I have plenty of time left on Nitro, what else is left? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> this is what takes up the last 20 minutes. Ah, <laughs> uh, his list of complaints. <laughs> the match didn't happen. I was screwed. <laughs> Referee counted millisecond too fast. <laughs> there was something in my eye. I have a staph infection. My teeth hurt. My shirt's the wrong color. The wind ratio was off. It was cold in the arena. Over the time limit, the bell never rang. Armbar, you know.
I came here to the NWA and gave rebirth to this company. Seven years ago, I fought, I scratched and I clawed to get to the top to where I am today. I gave you people a performance of a lifetime. Forty straight pay-per-view appearances, a record that no one has even come close to beating. That meant every cross-promotion, pay-per-view, I was there. Every special event, I was there. Forty straight pay-per-views. I was on the card. Yeah. I became world heavyweight champion, and we all know how that ended. I had a legendary rivalry with the Hardy Boys, a legendary rivalry with John Cena, a legendary rivalry with the Four Horsemen, a legendary rivalry with John Morrison, and soon the coup de grace, my rivalry with Prince Devitt. Now you people are sitting there, smiling, singing your own praises, that I finally got my comeuppance. Yeah. But you see, you people have no idea what it is you're doing. You see, two years ago, I was invited to the Royal Rumble. That's our competition's yep. brand. And Shane McMahon offered me one shot, one shot into the Royal Rumble. So I entered. I shocked the world, and I won. Yes, I, CM Punk, won the Royal Rumble, and that meant that I was going to WrestleMania to face Samoa Joe and Brian Danielson for the World Heavyweight Championship. Now the funny thing is, the three of us don't work for that company, and the other two that used to be homestays are back in Ring of Honor. So that, that match, that main event is a once in a lifetime deal, a match that I walked away from world champion. But despite the fact that I won and gave every single person a reason to watch WrestleMania, a reason to tune in to WrestleMania, a reason to take away from this company and go to another company and watch three of the best wrestlers in the world get it on and fight on one of the grandest stages of them all, I gave you a reason to watch wrestling again. And the only thing that people over here were talking about was how me and John Morrison had perhaps the match of the lifetime. It is a match comparable, comparable to Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. A match comparable <laughs> to Rick Steamboat and Ric Flair. A match comparable. A match comparable to the greatest matches of all time. You people were talking about that match, and it wasn't, it wasn't how great the match was. That came secondary. What came was the fact that it was a career-ending match, and everyone said that I should have pulled out because I already had a WrestleMania hot ticket. 
win, lose, or draw, I was going to WrestleMania. And the fact that you people got upset that John Morrison signed his name on the contract, and I signed my name on the contract, and the better man that night won, me, you people were bitter and upset that I, a competitor, a wrestler in this industry, a wrestler in this business, you people were upset that I took the match. But yet on the other coin, if I didn't take the match, you all would have said that I sold out to the WWF, that I sold out to the higher dollar, that I sold out and didn't give you the match that you people wanted to see for five long years. So I gave you that match, and little by little, because of that match, and because of my win at WrestleMania, slowly, you people started to turn. And it took a while, it took a while. Because as I was world champion of the WWF, I had fun, didn't I? Me and Colt Cabana ran roughshod. Me and Samoa Joe ran roughshod. There's something called a punk clause. We had a summit. All the companies were bidding for CM Punk, bidding for CM Punk to come onto their company, come onto their company and defend the WWF title. I could have been signed to the NWA. I could have been signed to the WWF. I could have been signed to Ring of Honor, New Japan. Every company was digging their claws into the CM Punk brand. Again, I gave you people a reason to watch professional wrestling. And it didn't just benefit. It didn't just benefit WWF, it didn't benefit Ring of Honor, it didn't benefit the National Wrestling Alliance, it benefit everyone involved. And the match you people got was another match that you people wanted to see, and that was CM Punk versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. A match, mind you, that I won. And just two minutes after the match, Vince McMahon screwed me out of the WWF title, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. I come back to the NWA. For four straight months, I had given you people a reason. I was a focal point. A focal point in this industry. And I came back here, and there was a new flavor on the table, and his name was Prince Devitt. Slowly, little by little, you started to resent C.M. Punk. It's almost as if, since I got screwed at Wrestle Kingdom, you people seem to ignore the fact that it happened. You people seem to forget that that happened. You people seem to be okay with the fact that that happened. So what did I do? I picked myself back up. I went back into active competition. I began to wrestle for the richest prize in this industry, and that's the World Heavyweight Championship, a title belt that Ric Flair was holding at the time. And you people were backing Cody Rhodes. And there's nothing wrong with backing Cody Rhodes, but I was the better man. We go to the Royal Rumble, Kane wins. Kane wins and eliminates all four of us at the same time. I had words with John Morrison. I had words with Cody Rhodes. Somehow, somehow Cody Rhodes got mid-thrown into the mix. It was supposed to be a triple threat match. Cody Rhodes gets thrown in. Whatever, that's okay. But the fact that you people cheered louder for Cody Rhodes getting in the main event and not me was a little unnerving to say the least. So we go forward to Starcade. 
And just like you people may have cheered my name, you cheered Cody's louder. Was I a little upset? You damn right I was. Was I a little pissed off? You damn right I was too. So what did I do? I went into business for myself and said, screw every single one of you. Wrestle Kingdom rolls around, and I go ahead and face the one man that you people still claim beat me, Brock Lesnar. Back to this again. And what happened at Wrestle Kingdom? I beat Brock Lesnar's ass. The match that never happened. I beat his ass. And let me flip this around so you people don't misquote me. While the match may not have happened, the fight. The fight still happened. I gave you people yet another reason to watch a pay-per-view. Punk Lesnar was a match, a fight for the ages. And while Brock Lesnar, on paper, on paper, may have won, despite the fact that Paul Heyman had the match restarted twice, despite the fact that Paul Heyman interfered in the match more times than the Four Horsemen ever could, and despite the fact that there was enough shenanigans in that match to get it thrown out more times than anything, Brock Lesnar may have walked away on paper a winner, but I walked away the victor of the spoils. Who benefited the much from that match? Brock Lesnar did nothing and has still done nothing since that match. I went on to become a world heavyweight champion. And what happened when I became world heavyweight champion? Both Ring of Honor and the WWF for almost five months their programming nearly ceased to exist. Oh, you'd have your Raws, you'd have your SmackDowns, you'd have your World of Television, you'd have your pay-per-views, but it was barely advertised and barely promoted. And you know why? Because both of them hit lows. Both of them were losing viewership. And you know why they were losing viewership? Because everyone was tuning in to see the world undisputed champion CM Punk run this company rough shot. And over the course of those five months, both company owners came to an agreement. They came to a negotiation. Both brands got revived. And who was still here standing the test of time? Me, CM Punk. And it mattered that two companies had no idea what was going on and they were in financial duress. I was still the champion of the world. And it was just recently, just recently, that the World Wrestling Federation had to recrown their champion. And it was just recently that Ring of Honor had to crown a new champion. And I was still champion of professional wrestling. And you people still had the gall to boo and disrespect me when I was giving you exactly what it is you people wanted. Heroes you could cheer and a villain you obviously wanted to boo. So I gave you people exactly what it is you wanted. I gave you people exactly what it is that this industry needed. I gave you people exactly what had to be given. And what do I get? Standing here in the middle of the ring, getting my ass kicked by Finn Balor last night. I get you people booing me. I get you people jeering me. I get you people wishing everything but good wishes towards me. 
And you know what? Maybe if you want to go play hockey, they'll like you there. Because it finally dawned upon me that none of this matters. None of this inside of this ring matters. None of it matters. And you know why? Because you fans are the reason why pro wrestling is in the condition that it's in. Has nothing to do with the wrestlers. Has nothing to do with the promoters. Has nothing to do with the information that's sent out. Has nothing to do with people on the internet going on and finding information about us has nothing to do with that. It's all about you. Because the minute a company gets behind someone, you people turn your backs on him. The moment someone gets pushed or pushed back, you people jump on the bandwagon and either try to get them risen up or you try to knock them down. There is no way professional wrestling can be in the shape or the better condition that it's in because you people have no idea what you want. You piss in one hand and you piss in the other. Guys like me can't get ahead Wait, unless we're what? in a losing effort. And the minute we start to get up, you turn your backs on us. It is a no reason. It is no circumstance. It is no it is no question why professional wrestling is in the state that it's in. It's no question why the WWF and Ring of Honor had to switch brands, had to have that huge contract negotiation, because even their fans turned on them, just like you fans turned on me. So with that, because yeah, even that was you, right? This is going to be my statement here. You people can boom me, but this is free advice for the current champion, Finn Balor. Finn, they're cheering you now. Give it two months, they're going to start to boo. They're going to hate the gimmick. They're going to uh -huh. hate the fact that your entrance takes so long. But yet they'll cheer the Undertaker because his entrance right, takes four and a half freaking hours. <laughs> they will boo you. They will detest you. They will hate you. They will learn to get agitated and aggravated. And you'll turn your back on them. And everything you think you're doing, which is the right thing to do, they will vilify. And then they'll start to cheer someone like Boat Alice, or they'll cheer someone like Cody Rhodes, or they'll cheer someone completely out of the ordinary. They will cheer people that haven't busted their ass long enough to get in the position that they're in because they want he shoots the the small and professional yeah, wrestling to win. Yeah. They want the people that are just here to make you laugh become world champion. And once they become world champion, they'll turn their backs on them too. So Finn, enjoy it while you can because this train to success is going straight down to hell. And I'm just now wisely up, getting smarter to the brand. My contract is up in two months' time. Spring Stampede is where CM Punk came back into professional wrestling seven years ago. And since then, it's been a ride. There have been good times, there have been bad times, but just like an abused wife, I finally saw the light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm out. In two months' time, I'm oh. going to make a decision that is going to impact all of professional wrestling. I might go to UFC. I might go to the WWF. Hell, I may just go back to Ring of Honor and have those classic matches with the other two gentlemen in Ring of Honor that are killing it. Or I'll re-sign here and I will continue to bury everything <laughs> that you people built up just to tear down. I will tear it down before you people can. Mark my words. Professional wrestling will live without CM Punk. And CM Punk will live without professional 
wrestling. Enjoy it while you can. Because you people are the very reason why people like me are getting out with our health, wealth, and welfare. In two months' time, <laughs> you're going to love the fact that I'm turning my back on you and that I'm leaving. But by the end of the calendar year, you're all going to wish that CM Punk was back in here kicking ass. But unfortunately, that's just too bad. I am CM Punk, the best in the world. And it's a shame that after seven years, you people failed to realize it. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. We're doing that, are we? All the focus is back on him. Yeah. <laughs> Only took one promo. And your results for Chick Five. The opening contest Where's saw Kana go one on one with <laughs> Becky Lynch. Kana, who called herself the Angel of Death, was able to beat the last kicker. The second match would see Tessa Blanchard go one on one with Alexa Bliss, who, even despite having a little bit of backup, was still able to fall down as Tessa scored the win with a slingshot brain buster. Third match on the card would see Natalia go one on one with Mischief, and while this may have been the match of the night, and Mischief did everything she could in her power to win, it was Natalia who forced her to tap out to the sharpshooter. The semi minute of the evening saw Tamina go one-on-one -on -one with Mickey James. This was more of a brawl and a battle if ever. Tamina able to drop her down with a spear, scoring the win. And in the main event, newly crowned women's champion Charlotte Flair went one-on-one -on -one with Bullet Club member Serena. And while also this was a brawly match, still Flair was able to beat her down and drop her with a natural selection, scoring the win. And your results for New Japan War. The opening contest saw John Morrison let up the crowd as he went one-on-one -on -one and defeated Suicide with the Moonlight Drive. The second contest saw the exile Billy Kidman square off against everyone's favorite superhero, the Hurricane. And despite his horror powers, the exile one was able to beat him with the BK Bomber. Third match on the card saw Bullet Club member Kenny the Wild Arms Omega square off against Tiger Mask 4. And while Tiger Mask took him to school and nearly beat him half to death, with a gouge to the eye and a low blow, Omega with a roll up scored the win. The semi minute in the evening saw him returning Sami Zayn, who was cleared to wrestle, go one on one with Chris Benoit. And while he was turned into a pretzel and tossed all over the ring, Zayn was still able to score the win with the Haluva Kick. And in the main event, newly crowned FIP champion Chris Jericho went one-on-one -on -one with Ultimo Dragon. This indeed had to be the oh. match of the week as Jericho and Dragon tore it up for 20 minutes. But Jericho scored the win with the Code Breaker, saying he was the best in the world at what he did, and he dared anyone to attempt to take the belt from him. As the show came to a close.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.